kind of see the mic a little bit? Just a little. It's centered right between Does his it, eyes, so it looks fine. Does it look like something it shouldn't be? <laughs> <laughs> it's just it like, it's just like <laughs> hi. hi! And um, and here is a... We're going to do a little demonstration right now. <laughs> yeah, we are going to caress the microphone because it's in a very... What, what I think that's as good as it's going it? I think so too, unless they put it up there. Uh, you would literally and, uh, pull it up next year. Yeah. Suggestive. It looks way better down here. Yeah. It's suggestive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're actually today re- reviewing a new lube. We're going to see <laughs> what it's like. And we just thought we would test it on our microphone <laughs> and then each other. <laughs> okay, I'm going to keep that in the podcast. <laughs> How are you feeling, Jess? I'm feeling fired up. I'm feeling fired up. We just did a workout. Yeah. Honestly, you always feel good after a workout. You really do. Even right? though it was five minutes abs, it was a five minute arm um, workout, I feel good. I know. My abs are my abs are burning, my arms are burning. Yeah. Woo, I'm ready. And now we have, you know, something else in front of us that might yeah. be burning too. We don't know. <laughs> okay, so thanks for joining us on the It Takes Grid podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, today I am so fired up. You are my first guest. <gasps> oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. This is huge. So, wow. Yeah, this is my first guest. We've got Jessica Corral. Yes. Like, should I just keep saying her Yeah, last say name? it one more time. Jessica, Jessica Corral. How does that make you feel? <laughs> it makes me feel very special. Yeah. Like Jessica Carroll, like, meh. Yeah. Or Jessica Corral. Okay, so if dating you, that's what we need to yeah. do. We need to do, like, more of the last name. Yeah. So we call that a surname in England, so. Oh, it's a surname. Okay. So anyway, guys, we are actually interviewing the first guest on the It Takes Grit podcast. Yeah. Jessica Corral TV, because that's where your Instagram handle yeah. is. And that's like, when I say your name in my head, I'm like, it's Jessica Carell TV. It's like your friend Chris. Oh, Jessica Carroll TV? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, not just Jessica Carroll, no. Jessica Carroll TV. Like, that's your last yeah. name, is actually TV. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to be talking all fun things today. Um, you are actually a contestant on The Bachelor. Which I was. I didn't even know about. Um so we got that to talk about. Yeah. We've got your new Christian Grey boyfriend. Oh, who I'm totally jealous of. So if my boyfriend's watching, then please just go and meet up with Jessica Corral TV's boyfriend and get some tips because he is Christian graying the shit out of me right now. And I love it. It's still new, so let's okay. see how, how long it lasts. Who knows? By the time this comes out, it might not even be relevant anymore. He's setting the standards high, so yes. he's, I mean, each each date better keep going up. Well, that's why my boyfriend said he set the standards so low. Oh, yeah. Is so that he never had anything to, you know, really adhere to. Yeah. Um, but I want to first of all talk about how we know each other because this is crazy yeah so about a month ago we met each well we saw each other again at laurie harder's bliss project yeah and we're hanging out with a group of people i'm, I'm trying to be in the cool gang right because i like, never feel like i'm in the cool gang and you look at me and you go i know you i interviewed you and we started talking because i never forget a face You're and like so i good. knew i knew your name just because i follow you on social media but i was like I know you. Like, I've interviewed you before. When, where, how, when was this? And then I was like, your dog was there. And then you had just posted a picture or something? Yeah. So, my, I created my dog's Instagram. Yeah. Like, the day of that, that interview, which was... <laughs> 2013. Right. I had just, I think I was actually still in school. I was working at this hosting, um, I was a host for an entertainment company Mm -hmm. and I interviewed you on how you can work out at work. And you brought your dog, and it was like this big thing, and it was the first picture on your dad, your dog's Instagram. Yes, yes. So the first video, I'll have to 
try and like I have to like re we have to like re put it up. But the first video, which was the second post ever on Sir Alfie's Instagram, <laughs> is me and you working out. Now you don't see your face, you see your legs. And so we're at this event, and she goes, "Yes, I interviewed you," and it all started like coming back to me. I'm like, "Oh my god, you're in my dog's Instagram." <laughs> Like, it was you. And then I, like, pulled it up. I, like, scrolled back. Like, yeah. yes. I'm like, hold on. I know it's you. And then I was like, it's going to be so embarrassing if it's not you. And I'd, like, scroll back. And then I showed you. And you're like, yes, that's that was my me. legs. Yeah. Me. So, so then, so we known each other for that long. But then we connected at Lori Harder's Bliss Project. And now we are sitting here doing a podcast interview. Yes. And you came and taught an awesome workout at my workshop. Thank you so much for yeah. doing that. That was really fun. Talking about your morning routine, which we are going to talk even more about. Yeah. But first of all, The Bachelor. Okay. Okay. So. <laughs> the Bachelor. So I, my audition process for The Bachelor was very different. I was actually um, more casted for the show. So mm-hmm. I found out like within a few weeks that I was going to be on it. And, and you had just broken up with the guy. I had just broken up with a guy, but I mean, I didn't. It was not it was to go on the Bachelor. No, it was nothing to do. No, with the and and my ex and I are still really good friends. It just he we just didn't really see a future together, mm-hmm. and we had a great relationship. But yeah, so I broke up with him, and then I get this call. Do you want to be on The Bachelor? Like, How soon after you broke up with him? It was a few months. So okay. I broke. Yeah, it yeah. was. I would say about like five, five, yeah. six months. So mm-hmm. it was definitely not planned at all. Um, get a call to go on The Bachelor. And, I mean, it was like, I don't watch a lot of TV, but I watched The Bachelor. So I was like, and at first was I was like. Was it out of the blue that you got this? Yeah, it was. Were you surprised? Were you excited? Do you think it was real? Well, so I got this call and then I was kind of going back and forth and I'm like, and you, that you, you can't really tell anyone. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I have to at least tell like my mom, my brother. Yeah. Oh my God. My brother almost like ripped my head off he actually my brother and I came up with like a contract that I wouldn't drink too much I would not take off any clothing <laughs> I would not jump in the pool with like white shorts or white pants or a white shirt like, oh he how old is your brother is he older or younger he's younger okay so my brother would be exactly the same yeah. because he wouldn't allow me to dance in the nightclubs <laughs> when we went out he's like Rebecca you're being so embarrassing get down out of the cage yeah I'd be like I'm loving it. Right? Oh, yeah. So that's me. And my brother's a professional hockey player. So he's like, you're already the topic in the locker room. So, Uh, like... Because they want to... They want to do you. Like, hey, Jess is... Hey, Jess is in the stands. My brother's like, oh, God. Uh Have you done anyone from the hockey team? No, and I wouldn't. I mean, (laughs) my brother would probably disown me as a sister. Okay. So I respect him. Have you ever gone any close? Have you been on a date with any of them? I have dated some hockey players, but no one on his team. Okay, so no one in his bubble. Yeah, but yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna leave the little hockey. There's more people. There's more people. There's more people. Okay, like The Bachelor, (laughs) right? So I went on The Bachelor, and it was I I was super excited, and I remember telling my mom like, "Mom, I'm pumped about this. Um, I just hope one thing doesn't happen." And I hope that I just don't go home one night or night one because that would just destroy me. I'd be so embarrassed, blah, blah, blah. So I'm going and, um, you know, they do all these interviews before mm-hmm. and I, they, we figured out that Ari had met my dad. So this The Bachelor. The Bachelor. Which season is this? Yeah. So The Bachelor was Ari. Okay. Well, season, season 22. Guys, bring that on for that long. 22? 22 seasons. Wow. Okay. So... Ari. Yeah. Okay. So Ari was the bachelor and we figured out that Ari had met my dad. So my dad collected vintage cars 
at this um, place called Bear Jackson in Scottsdale, Arizona. And Ari was a professional race car driver. Mm-hmm. And there was this picture of Ari and my dad when Ari was like hosting, and my mom, when Ari was hosting like a fashion show that was my dad was at. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. And so it was actually when I was talking to Ari on night one, he remembered meeting my dad. Do you think he did? I think he actually did because yeah. he remembered things that, like, I didn't even know. Okay. And um, had he seen the... There was a photo, right? There was, but I didn't bring it with me. I didn't... Okay. You didn't, you didn't want... You no, didn't want I didn't. Okay. No. Um, and so the real story is that my dad had since passed. So it was kind of cool that Ari met my dad and my dad was no longer there. And I'm, like, all about gratitude. So when I first met Ari, I gave him a gratitude rock. Um, because I was very thankful for the opportunity to meet him and just be on the show. I still haven't got a gratitude rock either. Oh. I'm waiting for my rock and my car. And your thank you card. <laughs> it's okay. So get really good friends with Jessica and she will send you rocks. In the I just send gifts, but they're like rocks and thank you cards. Yeah. Tell us about the rocks though. Okay. So this is something so, that your dad did. Yeah. So my dad was like my person growing up. He was my cheerleader and he would always go on these trips all around the world and he would collect gratitude rocks. And they were just rocks. It's a rock. It's an a actual rock. rock. But yeah. he would call it the gratitude. The gratitude rock. rock. Because when he would pick it up, it would, he would be that, thank, thankful for his kids or mm-hmm. his travel, whatever. So it would just be like a reminder of what you're grateful for. Yep. And he'd come back and he would leave these random rocks like all over. Like in my dance bag, like on my nightstand, like in my, you know, coffee cup, in my uh-huh. backpack. And at, at the time I was like, oh, this is so annoying. Like my, my room is full of rocks. <laughs> But now they have like a deeper meaning because not only am I reminded of what I'm grateful for, Mm -hmm. but it's also a reminder of my dad. Yeah. And he's no longer here. So I've kind of kept the tradition alive and I do, I send out these gratitude rocks just randomly to people. So you might find one, you know, laying around (laughs) on your desk. Like, why does my bag feel so heavy today? Oh, I've got like a giant boulder. (laughs) I'm super grateful for this boulder. Yeah. And then you it, should start getting giant ones delivered to people's houses. <laughs> like, like here, like like Present. a huge like thing that they can't even move. Like I love you so much that and this, here's a boulder, here's a boulder, yeah. and just like deliver it in their front yard and like just sign it, <laughs> Jess Carroll TV. Yeah. <laughs> just say yes, love Jess. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, and then it kind of carried on. So the thank you cards that she's talking about is every month I buy a box of thank you cards. So there's only about 12. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the month, I have, will have handwritten and delivered 12 thank you cards. Yes. And we're actually going to custom make these 12 cards so that they're going to come out with your designs. Yeah. On. I like that idea. She's okay. always thinking. I'm always like, ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Okay. So then you bring a gratitude rock. Now, where did you find this particular rock that so you wanted to give to the this, bachelor? The particular ba- rock I gave the bachelor it was a rose quartz um, crystal kind of rock. Oh, okay. And, you went up. Oh, yeah. So it wasn't, it wasn't a, like a rock that, that you, found you just found. Around. No. Right, okay. I actually handpicked this one. Where did you get it from? Was it a specific shop? Oh, it was just like rock shop. Okay. And, but... I don't rose, know if these rock shops are... <laughs> it was a rock shop. What is a rock shop? Like, like, like you, a crystal? Like crystals. Okay, okay. I'm not into the okay. whole crystal things, but I went into this rock crystal shop. Yep. And I found rose quartz because it signifies unconditional love. Mm-hmm. So self-love and love for others. And so I gave him this rock and it was pretty cool. But I... But okay, so I want to know because it, they, it, sound, it seemed when we watched it that you were trying to say... Oh, have a rock for my hand. Yeah. But that wasn't your intention. It no. It was way more about the gratitude It rock. was all about the gratitude rock. And, of course, producers and editors can 
switch up the storyline however they want. So when it actually aired, it sounded like you're or here's a rock. You're my rock. My dad was my rock, and I'm looking for a new, a new rock, rock, like uh-huh. a ring, which is not the case. I that was like the last thing even on my mind. So. The fact that they... I don't know how they spun it, but... It was, right. But it was, they did. They did. Okay. So, we're, we go in the house. We go in the house. And, of course, I'm, like, a very upbeat, like, happy person. Mm-hmm. And um, they really wanted me to mention my dad because they thought Ari would really like that connection. And so, I did. And, of course, every time I bring up my dad, um, I get emotional and we, you know, I really talked about my dad and Ari. I feel like Ari and I had a pretty good connection. Yeah. We talked for about 15, 20 minutes. And you've never met him before. No. Only your dad had met him. Only my dad. And it's actually funny because mid-conversation, I was freezing that night. And Ari, just the gentleman he is, he took off his jacket and kind of draped it around my shoulders. Oh. Well, it interfered with the mic. So, oh. so mid-conversation, the producer was like, cut redo and we had to like redo our conversation without the jacket on and as you're like I know so I'm like freezing I'm like oh okay now I'm like numb my lips are like blue yeah yeah, oh yeah could have like broke glass with those nipples (laughs) yeah anyway so we talked for about 15 minutes and then it got down to rose ceremony and there was you know 30 gorgeous girls and I thought oh there's some girls in this room who didn't even have a chance to talk to Ari Wow. Like, I got yes. this. I was pretty confident. Yeah, yeah. He connected. He knows my dad. Like, I cried in front of him. Like, I got this. And it literally came down to the last rows. And um, what, myself and one girl, we were kind of holding hands. And the girl who I was holding hands with for the last rows walked down and got the last rose. Oh, but you were like, were you like grabbing hold of her hand? Like, hey, come back here, bitch. I know. I was like, <laughs> that's no, my rose. That's my rose, girl. <laughs> Out the way, he's saying my name. What is it in like what movie where he thinks he's won the award <laughs> and he just like goes up there and like oh you what know, is it? What movie is that in? Oh my goodness, it's hilarious. He's like, oh I think it's um it's the race car thing and he thinks he's like winning the prize oh. and he's like at a big dinner and he like I think he's drunk and he like goes up and he like wins the award and it's, and it's not it's oh not my gosh. Him. Can so, you imagine? Have anyone ever done that in The Bachelor? I don't know, but I, I like, should have. Their name. That would have been, been really good TV. That, that would have been, been really good. good. Okay. So, then so how, what was your initial reaction? Oh, I was... I honestly wanted to just, like, run and hide. Like, I was so... I mean, the one thing I told my mom that I was scared that right. would happen mm-hmm. happened to me. And I was just... Like almost in disbelief. Like I just felt so broken, and at that time you I was pissed? like, I was pissed, especially because I wanted to go in and just be like this happy, you know, girl. And I really opened mm-hmm. up, and I, I, you know, I cried, and I talked about my, you know, my father who passed, and for me to just kind of get cut right then and there, it was just like, what? Like what happened? And I'm not gonna yeah. lie, at the at the moment, it's like. All these, you know, negative thoughts are going through my head. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty enough. Like, to see 22 other girls get a rose but you. Yeah, you're like, why me? Like, what's wrong what's with wrong me? What's wrong with me? And then right. I'm like, you no. know, maybe I was, you know, I don't know. So I was just like, all these negative things are going through my head. And, at, you know, after I left, you have interviews after. And they kept asking questions about my dad. And I'm already feeling broken. I'm already feeling low. I'm already emotional. I just, like, wanted to run and hide. 
And I was that girl who, like, literally cried on ugly television. Like, you know, snorting, like, mascara dripping down my yeah. face. Like, just landing on my, everywhere. like, the gown that I picked out. And they and, zoomed in on the mascara on your yeah. dress. <laughs> I know. I was like, are you for real right now? Like, could, like, I'm already with a broken heart. Like, yeah. you keep dabbing me. So... Did you feel something for Ari, too? You know, he is... I mean, of course, I had, like, 15 minutes Right, of course, but, like, but what was your is, initial... Initially, I was like, he's this great guy. Like, you know, he offered his jacket. He seemed sweet. He was really mm-hmm. listening and connecting. And um, and I love, like, he has a really close relationship with his family. And family yeah. is, like, one of my core values. So I, I thought that we did have a connection, but... It is what it is. And looking back, I learned so much about myself. Really? What would you think the biggest takeaway from that experience was? Is that in life, you everything does happen for a reason. Mm-hmm. And you will never be dealt anything in your life that you can't handle. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think that it wasn't so much um, The Bachelor. It was just more of it brought up, you know... Like, I, my lowest point in my life was when I lost my dad. And my second lowest point was after The Bachelor just because I almost felt like they kind of manipulated my dead father's story. Mm-hmm. And it's just something that I never wanted to happen. You're like, wow, how could they do this? Like, what what kind of person is on the other end of this yeah. camera to be like, we're going to use this? And that that's okay. Right. Because it's not. <laughs> right. But the best part is because I did open up and I was very vulnerable and raw on camera... I got to connect to so many people who have either lost someone or are losing someone. And I literally, before I'd go to bed, I tried to respond to every single DM because I was like, you know what? I might have not made it on The Bachelor, but it was some kind of platform to connect and try to help people. Well, the thing is, is if they didn't give you that airtime, if you didn't really open up about your dad, then you wouldn't have had this platform. Right. So everything does happen for you. And whether whatever their intentions were... You have to take it as if they were serving you. Yeah. Like, whether, like, it was, like, for them to get the TV show that they wanted, like, whatever. Screw it. It enabled you to have a platform. Platform. It's the same as with the YouTube channel I was on. They were just doing it for one reason. They wanted to make money. They didn't want to make a community. Right. Well, I could be annoyed at them. I could be like, right, you actually gave me the platform to be able to do what I want to do. And that's exactly what... You have to think like that. That's so so smart. eight girls left that night with me. And how did they feel? Were they like, was any of them like oh. so mad? Oh, there was, we were mad. We were angry. We were cold. Like you're up literally like almost like to the point now, like 48 hours because you're up all day and then you're up all night. And by Why the time, all night, because of, because you know, of filming, like Ari has to have time to. And so literally when you see the cer- rose ceremony during sunrise, it really is sunrise. People are supposed to be exhausted. Oh, we're exhausted. Are you drinking? And so, honestly, I didn't even drink that much because I was like, I'm going to freaking fall asleep. Yeah. And and then, of course, you know, now you're just over-exhausted. And then they're doing interviews. Do they feed you? Yeah, there's food. Okay. Yeah. So good food? What kind of food do you get? Just, like, food? little snack stuff. <laughs> um, Some almonds. <laughs> but the best part of the whole thing was that I really connected with these eight girls on the bus. Mm-hmm. And we actually started a group called the Rosé Girls. And we, for about a year, we would um, just kind of talk about rejection yes. and how to overcome it and how, you know, having a strong community is so important and that we all deal with chaos and challenge and catastrophe and we all fall in life, but it's really how high you bounce back that matters. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to hit that rock bottom to learn, grow and it's once you get out of your comfort zone, that's when you see change. Totally, totally. And so, 
where you're at right now, you're currently homeless. Well, you're not really homeless. I know. You're yes. just in transition. Right? I'm in transition, <laughs> so I am still staying in Los Angeles. But it's kind what of what happened because when I met you at Lori's event, you were like, "I'm moving out of this place. Like something happened. I need to go." And I was like, "I want to pry on like what's going on." But like, like how did that happen? Well, I was you know living in this gorgeous house, and then I. I knew it was gonna, it was on the market, but it just kind of sold faster than expected. And so you were renting a place. I was, it was, it's kind of a long story, but okay. I was in this amazing place, and then I have moved every single year since college, so I don't want to just sign another lease. Like I right. want it to be the right place, mm-hmm. so I'm being pretty picky, um, and that's why like I'm kind of homeless right now because I want to find that that place where I yeah. walk in and I just like get those vibes. Yeah. And I want I, I'm trying to decide if I need a roommate or not. So I guess I'm just being picky. Um, so that house just got sold. Sold quickly. Yeah. Had to move out. Were you living by yourself? Yeah. Okay. And so for the last like how long have you been living in a couple of different places? Well, like almost a month. How does that feel? You know, I think everyone should experience homelessness yes. at one point in their life. A, because you realize, like, who your true friends are. And, like, once again, going back to that tribe, like, people have offered couches, their cars, their beds when they go on vacation. And it's kind of fun. I feel like I'm back in college. Like, <laughs> dorm, you know, like, back to the dorm life. Like, hey, yeah. slumber party. Yeah. Um, who wants to come? Who wants me to come over? Yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of fun. And so... So if anybody has a room out there and yeah. she's looking... Or if you have a really good, comfy couch. Yes. Hey, I'm... Just I'm up, TV. I'm I'll up take for- you up. I'm up for grabs. I got uh, Tuesday night, Wednesday night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, like, I will send you my Google calendar yeah. so that you can just check yeah. in when you would like me to stay. Right. You're available for travel too, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Love to travel. <laughs> Perfect. So, talking about travel is that I want to know about this new guy that you've been dating. <laughs> yeah. Because as you're describing it, I'm like, is this like Christian Grey without the dungeon? Yeah. <laughs> because, like, he seems phenomenal. And yeah. another girl was trying to set you up with somebody else who also seemed like that was great. I was like, I'll take the seconds. <laughs> yeah. Like, is this guy got any friends? <laughs> so you have just recently met a guy. Yes, very recent. Like, within my homeless month. Okay. <laughs> so you can still get laid. Yeah, if, if you're you- homeless. Yeah. So, um, it can happen. yeah. And he'll just like, I'm traveling a lot right now, kind of going from couch to couch, city to city. And he just is kind of following me around. So it's just working out. So your, your second date, tell us about your yeah, second so date. Yeah. So our first date was in LA. Second date was in, I went to Arizona for my grandfather's 80th birthday mm-hmm. and to kind of just live with my mom for a week. So I'm like, Hey, like, I know we had a really good date. If you want to keep this going, you, you're more than, ha- I'm more than happy to invite you to grandpa's 80th birthday. You can <laughs> join us. You can meet the whole family date. Number two. He did. Okay. He got on an airplane and he joined me in Arizona and he sat down to dinner with mom, the three dogs, grandpa, grandma, uncle, cousins, and wow. the whole thing, whole thing. So every time he's Confident. been following, he's been following you around. Confident dude. And how? So you were single for how long? Have you been? Um. So I dated my previous boyfriend for like three and a half years, and then I've been single for almost two years. Right. Have you been going on many dates? I've been dating, but nothing serious. How do you find people? Are you are you on apps? Are you like what are you doing? I I just have Hinge. Okay. So you've been um, using Hinge. So I've been using Hinge, but mainly through mutual friends. Did you go on any dates on Hinge? He was my first Hinge date. Oh, he was a Hinge yeah. date. Yeah. So there are guys like that on Hinge. Yes. 
Okay. Yes. So, so don't. Is that a slight thing too? Well, I've always like kind of poo pooed the dating apps because yeah. I think that dating apps are kind of ruining dating. I think right. that people now go out not to meet people in person yes. because they know they can just go home and swipe. Be on your pajamas. It's time. It is more time. But efficient. the reason why I said yes to going on a date with him is because we talked on the phone, mm-hmm. we FaceTimed. He was like. A real person. Yes. And and I'm really glad I did. So, but, okay, going back to the dinner. Yes. So, he asks a very legit question to my mom and says, hey. <laughs> um, this can, is great. This can is you so great. tell me something about your daughter that I just wouldn't know? Yeah. And this is only, like, this is date two. Date two. This, like, let's just be sure. This is, like, date two. Mom is a little bit tipsy, Mom right? had, like... One and a half drinks, which for her is like, she's buzzing. Yeah, for my mom too, I'm like, she grabs hold the glass. I'm like, that is enough. Yeah, yeah. We'll take that away. Yeah. So, mom's a little bit buzzing. A little bit buzzing. And mom goes, oh man, keep her away from the quinoa. I'm like, you did not. Don't even go down that path, mom. Like, what? Wait, wait. And and Jake, or this guy goes, um, why? Does it make her fart? And mom goes, oh. Silent but deadly. She will clear out a spin cycle class. I'm like, oh my god. And then my mom, she's now buzzing, so she actually stands up at the dinner table and she goes, Yeah, you know in Soul Cycle when they go, tap back, tap back. My mom goes, it's Jess's opportunity to and fart. And fart. I'm like, oh my god, no, 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 no. How far away are you from this conversation? Oh, so like he's in the middle, and then my mom's like just across one person over. So like Oh my goodness. So, like, you can see this, the whole thing going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, but hey, he didn't run. No. Um, and it just made and me... And you stayed off the quinoa. And I'm like, and and now it's an ongoing joke. Actually, later that night, just, we went out for a few <gasps> drinks, and someone farted at the bar, and he looked at me, and I was like... It was not me. It was not me. me. There was no quinoa in my salad. Nope. Not me. <laughs> but now it's like an ongoing joke. Whenever yeah. we go out for dinner, he's like, just make sure there's no quinoa. That's hilarious. So, okay, yeah. so biggest thing to stay away from is quinoa from you. Yeah, quinoa. And in terms of dating, like, what do you feel is, like, an appropriate time to, like, make out with somebody? To, like, do you, how, do you go the whole way? Do you, like, testing people out? Like, what's your what's your theory on that? Do you want to wait till marriage? Like, where, where is so your So, I'm, like, the worst when it comes to, like, games or even, like, when to know what to do, whatever, because I, I just like, it's like a gut reaction. Like I just have to listen to my gut and I can't get in my mind. For example, um, so after the Arizona trip with him, he then invited me to come to this wedding with him in New Orleans. Wow. This is like, so we've got so first now, day, we've got family and then we got wedding. Wedding. So when now is this your is, wedding? <laughs> <laughs> so now this is day number three. It's in New Orleans, which is like a four hour flight away. Yeah. And, like, in my head, I was like, Jess, like, play hard to get. You, you're so busy. Like, Keep it closed. Yeah. I'm like, no, just say no, say no, say no. And everyone was telling me to say no. Okay. But I was like, you know what? Screw it. Like, I live once. I know myself. Like, and I definitely keep my legs closed. And I told him, I was like, just so you know, like, I like to take things slow. Very, he's very respectful that way. And so I was like, screw it. I got on the airplane. I went and I'm so glad I did. I thought you were going to say I got on the airplane and we did it in the bathroom. <laughs> like, I'm not My waiting. Club, baby. Yeah, I'm not waiting another. I'm not even waiting until we get to New Orleans. Like, it's happening. How, was it good? 
It was the trip? No. No, we did not have the Mile High Club. No, no, I'm not part of that yet. No, no. Yes. Yeah. So so you so that's when the first time was? No. Oh no, not in New Orleans. Okay, no. so so we're holding out. We're we are. So you did say screw it, I'm gonna do it. I went, but I kept my legs closed. Okay. And you still kept your legs yep. closed to this day. Yep. Good good girl. Yep. So if that is one piece of advice is mm-hmm. I don't think like you, you, if you want to respond to the text message, respond. If you want to go on da- multiple dates, like just do that. But to keep yourself and even health reasons, um, I definitely say hold off on the sex. Yep. How um, long are you going to hold off for? I mean, I don't. There's no number mm-hmm. I put it to, but I just think once you and it's important to like have that talk yeah. about how like you know have you been tested? Are you clean? Like I, it's an awkward conversation. No one wants to bring it up, but. It's, it's something that needs to be said. Right. So, for the listeners, like, how would you... That's a great question. Like, great thing to bring up. Like, how do you tell a guy, I want to wait. I want to make sure that, like, you're, you, you've are you been tested and that you're clean. Like, because some guys are... I've been in a situation where I've been, like, dating a guy and I've had sex with him. And I go, like, there's one night when I don't... Like, I'm just, like, I'm not in the mood. Yeah. And he goes to me, well, you've got me all worked up now. And was like annoyed at me, and to the point where he got his clothes, he put them back on, and he stormed off. No way! He stormed out of my house, and for a second, I felt so guilty because I was like, oh, I like got him worked up because you know guys just tend to get more aroused. Yeah, than girls. girls. Yeah, and I was like, wow, like I felt so bad that like I hadn't given him what he wanted, and then I was like, oh my goodness, I dodged a bullet. Yeah, and because some guys, you you want to ask them because you want to wait. But then you, you're scared that you're going to turn them off. Exactly. And and I'm always in that... Sh- and it's, it's... Especially right now, like, I feel like as women, we feel like... And you do... You want to please them. You want to, you know, turn them on. You want to do those things. But if they really like you, they will wait and, re- and respect you. Mm-hmm. And so... But yeah, I mean, we all feel like that. Like... You know, it's, and plus, like, he's super sexy. Like, I mean, trust me, it's not like I've thought about it before, but I'm like, um, okay, I'm gonna, no, go yeah. to bed, I'm gonna shower now, like, yeah. just gotta, you know, do something, but we'll see. Okay, so it, it, you just have to have that awkward conversation where you're just like, I just, hey, this is where I am at, and if they, res- if they, if they don't want to, like, go down, like, what you want, they're not the right person yeah. for you. Yeah. Yeah, if they, if they truly like you for you, they will respect that you want to just take things a yeah. little bit slower. Okay, perfect. I'm gonna double check, are we still filming? Is it still good? No. Oh, it, it just, just stopped. It just stopped. God, that's good. Wow. <laughs> Oh my god, I hope he doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> we, can, we, we can edit out his name. Okay, so what we're going to do is... I'm going to have to pull that. Give him another. Are these ones good? Let me turn this off. I just want to... There might be another memory card in my bag. Okay, I just want to make sure this one is not... This is not moving anywhere. Cool, we'll talk about like your morning routine and then we'll... Yeah. Know anything else you want to talk about? Um, maybe just like kind of like pitch like, oh, and I'm I'm about to launch this yeah. yes life program. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll definitely do that because that will lead perfectly in. Like that's what I'm saying. Like the morning routine, and then, yeah. then it's like, yeah. well, how can they find more information? Right, exactly. This one's got twenty one. Perfect. Cool. 
Okay, so one big thing that you are a huge fan of is the morning routine. Yeah. And I feel like it's such the in thing right <laughs> now, like get your fired up morning routine. Yeah. But you have a really different approach on this, and I'm really excited to share with the listeners like what it is that you do. So tell me about this <laughs> little bug, little bug. Like he's like, oh, I want to <laughs> hey, do morning routine. I want to hear about your morning routine. Yeah. yeah. So when I was down in the dumps after Dad passed, and then again on a Bachelor, I did a lot of research. And I wanted to figure out, like, what was the secret, one of the secrets to happy people, and what, what, what is the secret to successful people? And so, the one secret to happy people is they have a healthy childhood spirit. Mm-hmm. And then, the secret to successful people is they have a solid morning routine. So, I wanted to create something every morning that would keep my childhood spirit alive and be a solid morning routine. So I created, because I'm all about living a value-based life, Mm -hmm. so I created a value morning. And it's an acronym. It's a five-step process. So every letter in the word value represents a different step. So V is visualize. Mm -hmm. The law of attraction is real. And so wake up every morning and just visualize your perfect day. And, and then I want you to write down your intention for the day. So I always say, like, finish the sentence. My heart is open to blank today. Right. Just to kind of set, like, a big umbrella for yeah. the day. And then I want you to just write down your three to-dos. So if you just accomplish those three things, you're winning right. for that day. Because sometimes you have this whole list, list. of things to do and right. then you don't accomplish it. Anything. And then you feel like you failed. But put three things that really need to yeah. happen, prioritize that day, tick them off. Yes. And... Um, productivity experts say three because if you just focus on three you will make those three the most important things Mm -hmm. so just three so that's v for visualize then a is for action so now i'm like this is when you create a plan of action to accomplish your three things yeah and i am a huge believer in in like literally scheduling out my day to the t so like i wake up 7 a.m I work out, you know, seven to eight. I'm ready eight to nine. Then nine is like when I start my day. I'm working by nine latest. And then I literally, and I always say set endpoints because if you're, if you're just going and you're jamming, you might screw up the rest of your day. So set endpoints, literally plan out your day. And always, I always say, try to focus on three things. Your focus time, your rest time, and your play time. Okay. Because, of course, yep. we want to ignite that childhood spirit. And that little girl inside you loves to play. So, like, for me, I always focus from, like, 9 to 2. And then I normally get tired, like, around 4. So, I'll either, like, go for a walk or meditate or whatever. And then my evenings are, like, my play time when I socialize or whatever. Um, or sometimes my morning, my workout will be my play time. Be your play time. Yeah. Right. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So, are you doing this every day? Is there days where you fall off and you're like, oh yeah, oh I mean, my god, like I do that too. I'm like on a row, and then like so some reason like a week goes by. I'm like, what happened? Yeah, totally. Yeah, so, so then, that's okay, guys. Yeah, it's okay to fall off. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, and if you fall off, you can get back up. But this is this is like the ideal day, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and then L is for love, so self love. Um, so write down one thing you're grateful for, and then I'm all about expressing love to one special person a day. Um, I encourage everyone to send one voice message a day. Mm-hmm. It kind of brings your text message alive. If you don't have time for a full phone call, just send them a quick voicemail. Hey, thinking about you, super grateful for you. Have, make it a great day. Love it. That's such a special thing to do. And like, it takes confidence sometimes to doing that because you're like, 
oh, does this person really want to like yeah. hear from me? Right. Are they thinking that I want something? And it's like if you come from a place of being like just sharing love, and you make someone's day. Yeah. Like when you get a voice note from someone to say like, hey, like just wishing you a. It can be so simple. So simple. Wishing you a great day. Yeah. I'm fired up for you. Thanks for being a great friend. Right. Boom. Totally. Like, that can change someone's day. And we we can live in a very selfish life, and so just doing that little thing in the morning, it just it gets your mind thinking about others. Yeah. Um, and then you is to unplug. So I try to just put all technology down and just really plug into myself, whether that's just taking my dogs without my phone for a quick walk or just literally sipping my, I don't drink coffee in the morning. So just sipping my hot water and lemon Mm -hmm. and just taking a moment. And I think if you really just take a quick moment, I mean, it's like one, two minutes, then when you, instead of reacting, you're going to respond. Yes. And I'm a big, I actually, in my course, I really dive into the difference between reaction and response. Mm-hmm. And I think it all stems with being grounded within. So unplug. And then the last E is for exercise. This is my non-negotiable. Even if you can't do any of the steps, I am a total believer. Move your body every single morning. Yep. Whether it's just wake up and just doing a big stretch or a quick walk around the block, or a hit workout, or I mean, just like a quick stretch stretch session, just somehow move your body. That's totally true because like you can feel like worked up and stressed, and then when you just go out and you like pick something up really heavy and put yeah. it down, or you do, do an arm workout yeah. and you just stretch, it's just going to release a lot of that tension, and it's going to really help with that reaction. Right. Instead of reacting, you're more calm and you're going to respond so much better. Totally. That's so awesome. I love it. And so you actually have an amazing program that yeah. is about to launch. Yes, it's called the Yes Life Program, and it's all. If I give you all the tools and I help you walk you through how to get to your Yes Life. So if you feel like I'm stuck at work, or I'm stuck in this relationship, or I'm stuck in this apartment that just doesn't fill me up. Mm-hmm. We, I want you to get to your yes life and I provide you all the tools. We establish your core values, what your morning sh- routine should be. Um, and especially with the morning routine, like if you're someone that you wake up and you have to be at your office at eight, well, you can't do all those things. Mm-hmm. So maybe you need to plan your day the night before or work out in the evening. So I really walk you through all those steps to get to your yes life. That's so awesome. And how can they find you on social media? You guys can find me at Jess Carol TV. Yes. If we haven't said it enough, just so you know, that's an easy plan to do. Yeah. That's just your full name, Jess Carol TV. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us thank today you. on the podcast that was so fun yes i enjoyed it and make sure that you guys subscribe to the channel you subscribe to all the it takes grit podcasts on instagram it's at it takes grit and we will see you next week for another episode see you guys later Bye. bye